Hey, what is up, everyone? Dustin Gruss, the Greatness Facilitator, here with my first podcast of 2020. How are those New Year's resolutions coming along so far? Now, I didn't really make any resolutions per se myself, but just before the New Year, I had an awesome goal-setting session with a friend and accountability partner of mine. And one of my goals this year is to be more consistent with these podcasts. That being said, you can expect a new episode every Thursday in 2020. There will be some solo episodes, some interviews, some question and answer episodes where I answer your questions, and even some bonus episodes like crossovers with some of my friends that have their own podcasts up and running. But I'm putting it out there so you all can hold me accountable to new episode every Thursday. That being said, let's get into the meat of this episode. As many people look at making new goals and New Year's resolutions, they're usually based around improving their health and happiness. As you may know, my goal as a personal trainer and life coach, aka the Greatness Facilitator, my goal is to help people find the healthiest and happiest versions of themselves. So helping people with their resolutions should be my thing, right? Well, the thing about succeeding at goals is that the desire to do so has to come intrinsically. You can start out at something motivated by someone else, but in the long run, you have to do things because you want to do them. You might be given an assignment at school, but the desire to get a good grade doesn't come from your teacher giving you the homework assignment. It comes from you wanting to do the work. So, as a life coach, I have to use that short window where people are motivated by whatever extrinsic event that sparked the desire for them to make a change. I have to unobtrusively guide them to discover the steps on their own to the task that will turn their extrinsic motivation into something intrinsic. Such as the gratification of completing a goal and why it was important to them And where do they want to go from there? After that, I am simply a sounding board and and an accountability partner. Today, I want to share some simple tips with you so you can find more happiness in the coming year. Some activities that will help you zero in and focus on the things that are important to you. The first tip I have for you to find more happiness in 2020 is something you can do on a daily basis, taking part in both the evening and the morning. This tip comes via suggestion of a grief counselor and a step I took to expand it. When my wife and I were struggling with the grief of our infertility, our counselor suggested to us to complete one simple task each night. At the end of each night, she wanted us to share with each other one thing that we were grateful for that happened that day. It wasn't easy at first. There was definitely dark periods in our life, but we knew we had to report to one another. 
As we started completing this task, we started looking for these positive things to be grateful for as we started out the day. And the incredible thing about when you go looking for things, you usually find them. Before long, we started finding that thing to be grateful for before 8 or even 9 o'clock in the morning. So we text or call each other right then. Now, I don't know about you, but hearing a loved one happy often puts me in a better mood. So then I would soon find one thing and report back. And then she would find one thing and she'd report back. Pretty soon we were taking turns finding another thing and another and another. Now, I wouldn't say this task completely helped us out of our grieving period, but it certainly helped to bring more sunshine than rain. The reason I tell you this story is to tell you how I've expanded upon this practice and implemented it as a tool to help my clients. At the end of each day, I want to encourage you to not only tell a loved one something that you were grateful for that happened that day, but to write it down in what I call a gratitude journal. The way I recommend using this journal is to write in it at the end of the night those things that you were grateful for, as I mentioned. But then, much like how my wife and I found ourselves in a more positive state at the start of each day, because we were looking for those positives and reporting them to one another so early, I recommend reviewing the previous day's things you were grateful for each morning, enabling you to head out in each day already in a state of happiness euphoria, making yourself more likely to find those good things earlier in the day. And there you have one simple way to bring happiness into your life. Next, we will take a look at some more creative ways to spark some joy. One way is to try new things. People who are always learning things and challenging themselves are firing off more receptors in their brain, bringing about more energy and making them happier than people who are stuck in their normal routines. Now, I'm not saying you have to do something as extreme as bungee jumping or bull riding, but branch out a little. New restaurant opening up in town? See how to get your name on the guest list for their soft open or even their bigger grand opening. You like dancing around the house? Check out local dance studios as some often have small drop-in fees for beginners. Just keep trying to learn new things. Now that's not to say there's anything wrong with the old, meaning do more of what you like. Most of our time these days is built around what we must do. Make use of any free time you have or even schedule yourself some time to do the things that you like to do. Go see a play or a movie. Hang out in the corner of a coffee shop or a library and just read. Release some endorphins and free some space in your head going for a walk. Do the things that feed your soul, make you feel good, and bring you joy. Now on the other side of that coin, instead of taking time for yourself, there's the fulfillment and joy that only comes from giving. Volunteer for a cause that is meaningful to you. Instead of getting that fancy, more expensive coffee at, say, Starbucks, make your coffee at home or get a less expensive cup at a gas station or mom and pop shop, then take your savings at the end of the month and donate them to a cause. Or... Even simpler, buy coffee for the person behind you in line. To kill two birds with one stone, you can donate the things you clear out of your home or office that are cluttering up your space or that you don't wear anymore. 
Not only will it feel good to make a donation, but you'll also free up space in your home. The fewer messes you have to look at, the more content and peaceful your state of mind can be. This can also go for tidying papers on your desk, respond to old correspondence like voicemail, email, and text. You get the picture. Oof. Tell you what, all that cleaning sounds tiring to me. Which brings me to one final thing to bring more joy in your life. Taking a nap. To many people, taking a nap sounds counterproductive, but fatigue is often a major reason people are in a bad mood. By getting more sleep, you'll have more energy to do the things that make you happy or more likely to do physical activity like exercise, which is known to be a major stress reliever and component for happiness. There is a second half of my story regarding my wife and I dealing with infertility. That part is that we became foster parents this past summer. After six months of pre-service classes and then home inspection and interview process, we found out we were licensed on June 21st. We were so excited with this news that they caught us off guard and called us with our first potential placement just 30 minutes after your initial news and we quickly said yes, even though the placement was for two children instead of just one, like we had said the whole time we were going to do, being first-time parents and all. The two children came to us at 13 months old and two weeks old. Talk about going from zero to 60. During this time, I also switched personal training jobs where I was now training at a boot camp style gym with morning sessions starting at 5.30 in the morning. I don't know if you know this about young children, especially babies, but they don't exactly sleep through the night at that age. In fact, they actually need fed every two to three hours. You factor that in with my needing to be up early each morning to go to work, and I was quite often looking like an extra on The Walking Dead. Fast forward to now, we are on our second placement after the first two kids are back with family and we now have a soon-to-be seven-month-old with us. We get a little bit longer stretches of sleep out of him at night, four to five hours, some glorious nights. But still, with us waking up in the middle of the night at least once, if not a little earlier in the morning than we would hope. Part of the reason I tell you this is to tell you how you can still find happiness in tough situations like my wife and I loving on these kids after getting through our grief with infertility. The other part is to tell you how the taking a nap part really makes a difference. With my training job, I work most mornings and evenings, but have a large chunk of the middle of the day open. Because of this chunk, I am able to catch a nap most days and be rejuvenated, happy and helpful to my wife, who doesn't get the luxury of a nap most days, because she works in children's ministry and she's a very active person in serving others, even on her days off. There have been days where, yes, I wish I didn't need a nap because I feel like I could get more done if I didn't, but at what cost to my health, both personally and my relationships? Knowing that I need naps has also helped me to better prioritize and plan my schedule so I can get things done and have time set aside for my naps. <laughs> I guess in a way you could say that by taking naps I am now more organized and productive 
whilst being more happy. There you have some of my tips for finding more happiness in 2020. Find that intrinsic motivation instead of leaning on the outside world to motivate you. Start a gratitude journal and write in it and review it daily. Try new things or do more of the things that you already know that make you happy. Be a giver and donate time, money, or give up some of the things you don't use and take space back by clearing out clutter. And take a nap. Hopefully not during this podcast, but if you did and it helped you, well, then I guess I'm still fulfilling my goal. Are there any tips for happiness that I missed or secrets that you swear by? I would love to hear from you. Comment, write, or call in. Are there things you would love to hear me talk about as a life coach or trainer? Let me know that too. Or maybe there's a topic you would love to discuss that you think would be helpful to others. We can talk about having you on as a guest. Any which way, I'd love to hear from you. But in the meantime, you know there's one direction that I always encourage you to focus on. And that would be to keep moving forward and step up to greatness. Happy New Year, everybody. Still permanent.